you are about to find out how to potentially increase your yearly revenue from $100,000 to nearly $2 million. Yep, you heard that right. Welcome to the Real Talk About Entrepreneurship podcast. Today I'll be sharing how to attract clients and customers steadily and predictably so you can increase your revenue potential. So let me explain the premise of my $100,000 to almost $2 million projection. Earlier this week, I hosted a live seminar with a group of entrepreneurs, just like some of you who are listening to this podcast right now. And I shared a story about a company I worked with in the past. This company was able to increase their sales from Instagram by over 50% during the time that I worked with them. What if every single time we close some of the gaps I'm going to be talking about in today's podcast, your revenue potential increases by 50%. So that's the game we're going to be playing today. I'll be talking to you about the gaps in your business right now that are bleeding your business of its revenue. And we'll be calculating how much you could potentially make if your revenue were to increase by 50% every time that you closed each gap. So I'll begin with the hard truth and then I'll tell you the good news. So the hard truth is... A business without a steady stream of clients or customers is a business on the brink of death. Clients and customers are literally the lifeblood of any business. That's the hard truth. So if you don't have clients and customers coming in steadily into your business, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. And it's not a great hobby because it's probably taking a lot of your time. Now, the good news is there are people out there who need what you have. There are people out there who want something that you're in a position to give them through your business. That's the good news. So what is the bridge between you and these people? The bridge between you and these people is your marketing. And before you start rolling your eyes, let's break that down. And I promise you, if you're an entrepreneur who is driven by a sense of purpose like I am, this breakdown of marketing will change the meaning for you. It'll give you a whole new perspective on the importance of marketing. So the first realization we have to come to is that what you do has value. There's a purpose behind it. And if you don't feel like there's a purpose behind what you do, that's a whole other conversation we're gonna have to have. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-D-I-E-Y-I and we'll have that conversation. But I'm hoping that most of you listening to this podcast right now at least realize that what you do has a purpose and it has value. Now the question on the back of that is, wouldn't you agree that you have a moral obligation to get what you do out to as many people as possible? And then the second question on the back of that is, wouldn't you agree that money is a natural byproduct of putting value into the world and fully occupying your purpose? So if what you do has value and purpose, and you have a moral obligation to get it out to as many people as possible, Wouldn't you agree that money then becomes a natural reward for putting that value into the world? And the third question on the back of that realization is, why hold back the value you can put into the world by gatekeeping it? And when you don't put the word out there, what you're doing is gatekeeping. And putting the word out there is marketing. There is someone out there and the only thing standing between them and their breakthrough is your ability to get in front of them. Now, I don't know about you all, but that gets me fired up about what I do. So back to the first question, what is marketing? And this is my definition of marketing. You probably won't find it anywhere on Google. Marketing is the network of systems 
that propel you in front of as many people who need what you have to offer as possible so they can get their breakthrough and you can fulfill your purpose. That's marketing in a nutshell. So for some of you who may have rolled your eyes when I first talked about marketing, I hope this has been able to help you clarify what I mean when I talk about marketing. Now, did you know that 86% of US-based businesses make under $100,000 per year? Shocking, isn't it? It's one of the richest countries in the world, but 86% of small businesses in the US make under $100,000 per year. Why so? A lot of people think they lack the knowledge of the right strategies, tactics, and all that stuff, and that's what's hindering their growth. But I will argue that the knowledge of the strategies and tactics are actually everywhere. Go on Instagram, for instance. There's probably someone screaming in your face, telling you everything you're doing wrong with your business. Same as Google, similar to YouTube, right? So what is the real problem? I put it to you that the real problem is the mindset. And I've divided these mindset challenges into three main categories. The first of which is the fear of failure. So what does the fear of failure lead to? Procrastination, inertia. You don't even want to try because you've already concluded that it's not going to work and you're afraid of that feeling that will follow it not working if your conclusion becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so that leads you to defeat yourself before you even try. That's the first category of the mindset challenge. Now, the second category is even more insidious than the first one, and it's the fear of success. The reason why I said it's more insidious is every one of you, most of you listening to this right now will probably go, no, I'm not afraid of success. But here's what the fear of success looks like. Overplanning. Perfectionism. We've been told that we need to plan, so you hide and use your planning as an excuse instead of actually taking action. You want everything to be perfect before you get started. But newsflash, there will actually never be a perfect time. And I'm an authority on this because I refer to myself as a recovering perfectionist. And what I learned when I started taking action was that clarity actually doesn't come in inertia. It doesn't come from inaction. Clarity comes from taking action. So that clarity you're seeking, you're going to have to take action before you reach that clarity. And the third one is a fear of making money. Again, this one is even more insidious than the fear of success. Because again, I'm sure you're listening to this podcast right now because you think I want to make money, right? But the fear of money is so insidious and it comes from a con. The entire society has been conned into believing in the lie of scarcity. And so because you believe in that lie of scarcity, you don't want to let go of the money that you have. You don't want to invest in your marketing. But guess what? Even the law of nature stipulates that there has to be a season of planting before there can be a season of harvest. Another way the fear of money shows up is in the do-it-yourself syndrome. And I know a lot of us listening to this right now, you know, consider ourselves solo entrepreneurs. And we've come to take pride in the idea that we do everything ourselves. But you know what I've learned? You're not ready to grow until you're ready to let some things go. I'll say that again. You're not ready to grow until you're ready to let some things go. Until you're ready to seek help in areas that are not within your zone of genius. Until you're ready to relinquish the things you're not great at to someone else so that 
you can focus on your zone of genius and maximize your time in that arena. I'll leave you with a few more words. And after that, your mind should be in a better place to receive the next part of today's episode. Every second you spend doing something that isn't within your zone of genius is time that can be better spent doing something in your zone of genius to grow your business. Smart business owners know that they need to relinquish some things. Now let's talk marketing. So I'm going to start by talking about a few strategic mistakes we make in our marketing. And then I'm going to go into closing those business gaps we talked about. And I'll walk you on a journey through how much more your income could potentially increase every time you close one of the gaps I'm going to mention. So the strategic mistakes. The first one is you're not clear on your brand story. Where it comes to storytelling and your story, maybe even more than big corporations, storytelling is particularly important for small businesses. A storytelling element in your marketing is particularly crucial to the success of a small business. And here's why. There's so many people who look like they do the same thing as you, but no one does it like you do. No one got the experience the same way you did. And unearthing your story or recovering your story, like I call it, is what will set you apart from the rest of your market and attract your ideal clients and customers to you. So you got to get clear on your brand story. The second thing is you don't understand your market. Again, as small business owners, clarity is really important in our marketing. We have to be clear when we're speaking to our market and to be clear when you're speaking to your market, you have to understand your market beyond just their demographics and their geographical information down to the psychographical information. What keeps them up at night, right? For a lot of you service-based small business owners, your businesses probably stem from your personal experiences. So it'll be easy to figure out what keeps your ideal customer up at night? Because all you have to do is think about where you were a couple of months, years back, right? But for others, there are easy ways to also start to understand your ideal clients and your ideal customers. Talk to them, do surveys, ask them questions, do focus groups, right? Whatever it takes to understand your ideal customer, because this will be crucial to the success of your marketing. The third thing is, you're not clear on the outcome you can provide your audience. You've probably heard this before, but I'll say it again. People don't buy things. They buy outcomes. They buy a feeling that the outcome or the result gives them. So if you're marketing and you continuously talk about the thing that you're marketing, this is a trap that most product-based businesses fall into all the time. If you're consistently talking about your product versus the result or the outcome or the lifestyle that your product supports, you're losing your audience because they don't understand how you can help them. People are inherently selfish. So the first thing they want to know is how can you help me? How can this help me? What is the result or the outcome that this can give me? So get clear on the outcome you can provide your audience. The fourth mistake is, and I already kind of talked about this before, is you try to market like big corporations do. Those guys have massive marketing budgets. Like we can't compete, right? So again, as small business owners, we have to be very careful about the way that we market our products so that we're not marketing 
as big corporations do. So for example, for instance, we can't afford to be subtle in our marketing. You've probably seen the Super Bowl ads, you know, all that stuff. As small business owners, we don't have the luxury of being that subtle. So again, you have to be clear with your marketing. The fifth thing is also related to the fourth. You talk too much about yourself and not enough about your audience. So I'll give you an example. Go to the typical social media page of a small business owner and it's filled with photos of them. And it's kind of insulting to your audience because you're just making them witnesses to the highlights of your life, right? Or check out the typical page of a small business owner and sometimes you see photos of a smoothie they had or photos of a restaurant they went to or photos of them preparing for dinner. Unless you're a food reviewer or you're a nutritionist, or a social media baddie, those things are not of value to your audience. So you have to figure out what is of value to my audience and put that first in your marketing. Talk less about yourself and more about your audience. Which leads me to the sixth mistake. You do not lead with value. Again, as small business owners, we have to lead with value in our marketing. Otherwise we lose people. So I'll give you an example. Every single email I get from Bath & Body Works is for a sale. However, they do massive sales, you know, like buy one, get three free, all that stuff. So much so that I see value in that. But again, as small business owners, our pockets are not that big. We can't compete with that. So we have to lead with value in our marketing strategies. You have to give value and then make the sale. That's the dance we have to play with our audiences to create marketing strategies that gives us a consistent and predictable influx of clients and customers. And then the next point is you don't have marketing systems. Now let's talk about those gaps I highlighted in the beginning of the episode that will get you from $100,000 a year, allegedly, to almost $2 million a year. And the first gap you need to close to start to get you to that $2 million is your content strategy. Most small business owners do not have what I call a high converting content strategy and it's bleeding you of income. So back to that company I mentioned I worked with in the beginning, all we did was make their content strategy, what I call a high converting content strategy and maximize their ability to make sales through their content strategy. And from that one move, we were able to increase their sales by 50%. So remember our starting point is $100,000, 50% of that is $50,000. Now we've gone from $100,000 to $150,000 a year. The next gap is your email marketing. You've got to have a robust and high converting email marketing strategy. Here's how I see your email marketing. If your content strategy is like a networking event, email marketing is like hosting a potluck at your house. That's where you get to call the shots. That's where you're not at the mercy of algorithms and all that stuff as you would usually be on social media platforms. Of course, there are algorithms that guide email marketing too, but they're not as unpredictable as the ones on social media. Your email marketing is a more personalized way of communicating with your audience. And just a little story to impress upon you the power of email marketing. During my last webinar, I was able to get a 50% turnout rate. The average industry turnout rate for free webinars 
is 20%. And I got a 50% turnout rate and it was because I had a very robust email marketing strategy. So we've now closed the email marketing gap and your income has gone from $150,000 a year to $225,000 a year. And for those wondering, yes, we're compounding the increase. Now, the third gap is one that I'm getting increasingly passionate about offline marketing. As someone who comes from online marketing, I am becoming increasingly passionate about offline marketing. It allows you to target your audiences better because you can really literally do your own primary research online, figure out where your audiences are and market to them. Versus the online world where targeting ads have become very tricky since the iOS 14 update. And in case you're wondering about that, I'll be bringing in an expert to talk about that in a future episode. But for now, start brainstorming ways that you can market what you do offline. And when I say offline marketing, I don't mean billboards and all that stuff. I mean like brochures. I mean like swag. I mean flyers, all that stuff. Do not discount the value of that kind of marketing. So we've closed another gap and our income has gone from $225,000 to $337,000. Let's move on to the fourth gap. Referral systems. How are you creating systems that encourage people to talk about your business? One of the greatest marketing assets you have are your current clients you're serving well or past clients you served well. Referral systems are a form of word of mouth marketing. And I'm sure you understand how powerful that can be. So that's the fourth gap. And we've taken our income from $337,000 to $506,250. Now, the next gap is also another form of word of mouth marketing, client appreciation systems. There is so much you can do beyond just the fulfillment of your business for your clients to wow them and make them so happy that they talk to other people about you. I'll give you an example. I once sent one of my clients just a thank you bunch of candles. And the first thing she did was put it up online and say something about me. That's free marketing for me. I also once received a box from Russell Brunson's team. And the box was so pretty that one of the first things I did was take a video of it and put it up online too. That's free marketing for them. So what can you do to wow your clients, make them happy so much so that they talk about you for free? So now we've closed that gap, which was the fifth gap, and our income has gone from $506,250 to $756,375. And we still have two gaps to go. Imagine! Imagine if your income could increase by that much, how much that would change your life. Okay, let me not get too excited. Let's go to the next gap. The sixth gap is authority building. This is another one that most small business owners aren't leaning into. In what ways are you building your authority? So I told you that just earlier this week, I hosted a live seminar. That was an authority building event for me. Another easy way for you to build your authority is through long form content. Because long-form content helps you to establish more of a connection with your audience and it gives you the opportunity to keep yourself in front of them for longer periods of time and it builds trust with your audience. 
Long form content can be anything from blog posts to bi-weekly or monthly newsletters that you send to your audience or long form YouTube videos. It's one thing for your audience to see you for a short while on social media. So with social media, it's like they're getting bite-sized pieces of you. And frankly, anyone can kind of wing it or fake it on social media. But when it comes to long form content, it's harder to fake it or to wing it. And that's how it helps you build more authority with your audience. So start looking for opportunities to build authority with your audience through long form content. Now our income has gone from $756,375 to $1,336,065. I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. We haven't even gotten to the seventh gap yet. So the seventh one is sales funnels. Most of you listening to this podcast right now probably have websites, which is great. But a sales funnel is even better because the main point of a sales funnel, the main function of a sales funnel is as the name implies to help you sell something. So the benefit of a sales funnel is that it eliminates distraction. So they tend to be more effective where it comes to conversions and sales. So that's the seventh gap. Remember, we started this game at $100,000. And the question was, what if we're able to increase our income by 50% every time we close one gap in our businesses. So based on that assumption, by the time you're closing the seventh gap, you would have gone from $100,000 to $1,904,096. That's almost $2 million from $100,000. Now, I don't know about you, but that potential fires me up to want to close those gaps in my business. And I'm not a fraud. So I'm talking to you on this podcast right now because I have started to close all these gaps and I've started to practice everything I just preached about. Now, I learned something from Dan Kennedy and he says there are three steps to positive change. The first step is awareness. The second step is decision. And the third step is action. With this podcast episode, I've given you awareness. Now you have a decision. Do you want to continue to operate the way you've been operating? Or do you want to change things for your business and start operating differently and move toward closing these gaps in your business? For the first people who just want to keep operating the way they've been operating, I can't help you. That's a decision and I respect it. But for those who would like to start turning things around for themselves and start closing some of these gaps in your business, that's where I come in. So if that's you, My details will be in the show notes of this episode. Feel free to reach out to me via DMs on Instagram. My handle is at C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-D-I-E-Y-I. That's at Cynthia Dei. Feel free to reach out to me. Just say the word podcast and I'll know where you're from and we could get a conversation started. And don't forget to share this episode with someone whom I find it valuable. Also subscribe to the podcast so you're alerted whenever a new episode drops. This has been the Real Talk About Entrepreneurship podcast with Cynthia Dei. I'll see you in the next episode.